Sonic Gino, we're in a new era of WWE. The world is buzzing. Everybody is like, like I have people that are texting me who don't watch wrestling are suddenly watching Monday Night Raw because of a simple change in in, uh, in creative. But I, like, I'm telling you, I watched this Monday Night Raw. There was something different about it. It was, it felt fresh. Segments led into the next segment. There was some continuity, which is something you always say is missing from WWE. This was such a breath of fresh Raw. What were your thoughts? I really enjoyed this entire Monday Night Raw. I was surprised a lot of these changes. Like Whoa, one thing that was very noticeable so of a change. Go ahead, go ahead. We had noticeable change that I saw, like in one scene that, like it just surprised me when I saw it was told Rey Mysterio had this promo segment in the middle of the ring and we see backstage with people watching the television properly we don't see that ever this was the first time we ever actually saw people looking just right at the monitor and watching the show instead of in a weird fucking angle we had a whole group of people watching the show properly I was like this is a new change we're slowly starting to have the real changes that Vince would never want to have happen on his show well this was Triple H's doing I guess because I grew up and that was all they fucking did there'd be guys back watching the monitors watching the there, there would be bros in the locker room slapping backs like did you see that this is crazy the whole draft episode is these guys sitting in a room like the 2002 draft, they're all sitting there. People are getting picked, and guys are smacking each other on the back, and soda is flying everywhere. It's fantastic, and that's this is all Triple H is doing, I suppose. So I really enjoyed Raw. This is Vleeties, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This is a special Vleeties, Gino, because Ralph. I haven't seen Ralphie today, so he's going to come in at any moment after he gets home from VBS, uh, and I'm going to say hi to him. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. See the little kiddo. I can't wait to see him. So he didn't watch Raw. I watched most of it last night. I finished it up uh, around 5 p.m. today. I watched a little Ring of Honor, that pay-per-view that everyone was really excited about. Uh, maybe maybe with WWE as, as exciting as Monday Night Raw was, I watched that Ring of Honor show thinking, wow, like this is why my friends who don't watch wrestling will check out WWE. Like if SummerSlam is around the corner, people are suddenly like, hey, uh, nachos at your house or what? But when I when I check out Ring of Honor, I understand why people don't watch that show. So I, it's not fair to do a direct comparison, but I always bring this up to you, Gino. WWE, there's higher expectations and higher standards. I enjoy watching Impact Wrestling and and Ring of Honor because my expectations are way lower. Like what? It, I guess let's let's go there. Let's go Death Before Dishonor. I watched most of it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the show? Just give me, like, run it down. What do you think? Best show ever? Worst show ever? Where do you land? I am. I enjoyed the entire car from beginning to end. And after we then found out some of the politics backstage and what happened and why a certain match had to go on first, I got a little bit upset with a certain person, individual in AEW. But I'm realizing, <laughs> you know what? This was a still a good card. The the main event, feel the sting. I feel lived up to the hype of what it was supposed to be being the second match of this FTR Briscoe's feud that hopefully will continue because this match, the main event, the Four two out of three falls was the best match of the entire night. Thank you so much, Cassidy. Liam from YouTube. Arena bot. Live arena mode is on. System is matching your rival and the countdown is starting soon. No idea what that means. Thank you, G-Spot. Thank you so much for the Randy Orton spell. Do the Randy Orton pose. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white and kids. And thanks again. So, Gino, here's here's maybe my 
Okay, so you, I like how you do that, though, since we now know the backstage politics. Walk me and all the other commoners through what that means. I have no idea what that means. So, Jonathan Gresham has been trying the entire day or, like, days before being frustrated with communication with TK because he found out, oh, this is going to happen. He's going to be the first match out, and he's going to lose to Claudio. And it's like, this guy, Gresham, who's worked his ass off being pretty much the foundation of Ring of Honor, trying to be the face, covering and protecting and being the head of this company to be that guy. And now he told TK buys the company, keeps him with the title for a short time, gets him to be the actual unified, undisputed Garwitch champion by beating Bandito. Thank you and so then, much. Keep going. And then the one match he gets where he's fighting in this big marquee match he has, the opening match, and he loses to Tony Khan's AEW guy who's not signed to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor's so, not a company anymore, Gino. Ring of Honor went under for a lot of reasons, and I would put main reasons on their world championship division. I know that that's like people don't like to admit that, but PCO won that title, and I think even PWI removed it from their world title list. Like it was, oh, well, this is clearly not a real belt anymore. So that was already strike number one. And then Roosh, strike number two, this guy wouldn't, this guy's like nothing anywhere, another, any, any other company. So when Gresham has the belt, it seems like, okay, cool. You were the champion of a dead company. You, we're going to let you run around with it for a little bit, but long-term plans. Jonathan Gresham is not the world champion of your of any sort of wrestling company. No offense to Jonathan Gresham, but even this match was awful. Now, I, I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed it. I, like One image is going to be in my head forever, okay? He is going to – he had – he had like a leg lock on Cesaro. Gresham did. And Cesaro is just, he's laying back on his hands, just kind of going, no, no, like, like swing, throw a punch, do something. He, no, no. And it just, it was, it made me realize, oh yeah, sometimes this technical wrestling, like watch this catch this catch can move, hold for hold nonsense really doesn't work at a fight. Because if I was Cesaro, that match should have been Ricola Bomb City, and I did 18 of those, and I wouldn't have sat there waiting for Gresham to get me in a leg lock. It made no sense. Again, that's the thing is like wrestling's very different. There's so many different styles, and Gresham's learned mainly from like the European style, the catch the catch can, the real grappling type wrestling. And he's really good at that sort of thing. And Claudio, he's, he's not though. He's, so if he was if he was good at it, he wouldn't be in a position where Claudio would just smack him if he really wanted to. Like that's like when I would watch a Benoit even <laughs> I hate to talk about WWE, even Ziggler and Chad Gable on Raw, they were very believable when they were doing their mat wrestling. Moving from hold to hold. Hey, we're both am we're both a trained amateur. Let's have some real sport in the middle of this. For Gresham to sort of, I always talk about counting your footsteps. For him to wrap Cesaro's leg, and Cesaro has both hands available to punch him in the face, or he should be able to do all these other things. Like a real shooter or a real Mac, like someone who's a technician should trap. Like he's the octopus. He's supposed to have every limb trapped. And I just I found so many flaws in this match where Cesaro was very cognitive and letting Gresham do stuff. It might have been just because again it might have been that off night because all the frustration Gresham had. He's just like this match. He doesn't even care. He at least tried to put on as good of a match as he could with his frustration, especially 
like what upset me the most, again, just a small nitpick which showed to me, oh, Gresham's losing, obviously, was when he came out to the ring, does have his flag, does have his whole getup, does have the mask, it's just him in the shirt and the belt. It's like, oh, he's not winning. It's I obvious now. Well, I, to me, that didn't make it obvious. For for my signal when he didn't have all that stuff was, thank God. Because that was like his baby face gimmick. Like, uh, like I'm the octopus. Here's a flag. I look like Davy Jones Locker on the foundation. Super kicked you right in the face. Thank you, Yarbrough Yar brought W. Thank you so <laughs> Yarbrough TWFS. Thank you so much, bro. But, yeah, I, I like that was my big thing with that was, okay, well, the entrance is different. Randy Orton spelled, you know. Randy Orton spell, and he did look upset, but I also thought he's a villain now. Every time we see him, he's supposed to be white meat, vanilla babyface, technical wrestler. Now it's Prince Nana's in my corner. I'm a villain. I joined Tully Blanchard, and now suddenly they're not helping me. They they were desperately trying to make AEW fans care about this, but Jonathan Gresham is going to fit so perfectly in Impact when he shows up next week. And hopefully that is where he goes because he is a great Impact wrestler. It's just... Especially, like, that's another big thing that upset me, too, is the whole Tully Blanchard Enterprise gets bought out by Prince Nana. Even though, yes, I love the embassy and I was a big Jimmy Rave guy and his whole big feud winning against AJ Styles and him being in the embassy, I liked. But it's like, we're just calling back to Prince Nana? We're, this is not, why is this connecting to the embassy now? Why? Where's Tully? And then we find out, oh, Tully either no-showed or some other, like, travel issues that we have no idea about. And he might just be done with Ring of Honor and AEW. Could be. Well, and that's so this show did have a weird, like, it almost felt like a tribute show to Ring of Honor at some points where they tried to treat it like, no, this is Ring of Honor, not AEW. But then other parts of the show were, there's, you know, to, every time William Regal was out there, it was like, this is a this is a dynamite carryover. This is all in that same universe. We referenced the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, and I didn't finish the tag match, full disclosure. But. Uh, if I didn't finish the, once I finish it, I'm sure that will be match of the night. But Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta had match of the night. They had, they had like the silliest. Those guys both don't look like wrestlers, and they had the best match of the night. Um, Daniel Garcia sucks. Let me. I will say that until I'm blue in the face. He might have one of the worst bodies, one of the worst faces, just one of the worst wrestlers I've ever seen. He had a pretty good match with Wheeler Yuta, but the whole show. Like and that title match going first, I thought was a great idea. It was really fast. Uh, I got my my sources at Wikipedia here telling me that it was eleven thirty. So for like a world title match, that did feel really really expedited. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I I thought that was, I like I never even thought Gresham was gonna win. Like I don't. I Ring of Honor needs something like they need to be elevated and i don't know if gresham elevates them i think he kind of holds them down i guess that's a perspective to have and i was just thinking like okay we have totally blanchard again this is my way of thinking it's like we're gonna have him get involved cost the match so gresham wins i was like this is good heel character we finally get a heel champion nope no character work just a match and it ends in 11 minutes but really if you didn't finish the tag team match how could you not say the real match of the night being the brother versus brother match, which probably is the best family match we've ever seen of a brother versus brother, Rouge versus Dragon Lee. <laughs> Watched like a little bit of it, realized, nah, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't like Rouge, I guess. Part of me wants to like him because I want to be hip Ring of Honor fan. Like I watched a little of the, I, I didn't even finish the Dalton Castle match because everything 
that I don't like about Vincent and all those guys was in that match. It, this was so at this point in the show after the world title match, then the six man tag match started, and it was everything I think killed. Like in my head, this is why people don't like Ring of Honor. Like it's just a bunch of non wrestling people wrestling. Like this is hey, me and my friends all started a wrestling league. Come and fight. Like they all. That's kind of what it felt like. So I skipped that. Went to once I saw Daniel Garcia walking out wearing a beret and high socks. I realized this might be the greatest wrestling show of all time. So I was really excited to see that. But then uh, I like I went to the next match, Roosh and Dragon Lee. I was like, oh come on! Like I, I had lost all interest immediately, and skipped a little bit of that. Got to the Mercedes Martinez match. Watched her dump Serena Deeb on her head. And that move that I hate that she does to Mickey James. And Mercedes sucks, dude. Even that uh, OG bomb or whatever she called it. How awful was that? It wasn't that bad it, compared to how bad she's hit it before. But it was a good match, I felt. It was a good women's match. What's wrong? Hey, Ralph. Sleepy? Oh, you fell asleep? Okay, well, why don't you go to sleep? Did you have fun? Have a good sleep. That was Ralph. He's a good kid. He made it to VBS. He fell asleep on the way home. Because, yes, it's kind of late. I'm shocked that they – I mean, it ends at 8.30. When is it going to end? So, and, and the church is like a half hour away, Gino. But he went. He made it. We, I'm sure my wife and, and him stayed a little later because we had some friends there. But we're here, Gino, and we're talking about Ring of Honor. So, Mercedes Martinez wrestles in slow motion. I, I didn't hear your exact response, but that OG bomb was in slow motion. It didn't look like it hurt at all. Uh, there's just so many spots where she seems so winded. Does she know that this is supposed to be like we have ESPYs for the WWE? Are we are we doing ESPYs for Ring of Honor? We don't need to do ESPYs for Ring of Honor because these people have been wrestling for so long, especially Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez. So she wanted to protect Serena the best she could. So she did take <laughs> things slow to make sure Serena did not get hurt. That spiderplex is like the most dangerous move in wrestling. And you're over here saying she wrestles in slow motions because to keep the other person safe. Like there were moments where I thought she was going to pass out. She just looked so gassed when <laughs> Serena kicked out of that. Uh, OG bomb Mercedes just had this look on her face like I don't know if I could do this anymore like I'm just exhausted not even selling just like <sighs> like it was just gassed I know she's 40 but I mean Adrian Styles is 42 and like we know old people can wrestle what's happening it just might be just how she the whole issues that happened again with COVID her like workout regimen probably is not as consistent as it used to be working with, but when she worked with WWE and then having to go to Indies and all the shit she had to go through, I still feel like that it has like affected her life in a very drastic way. So she's still having to work the best she can as consistent as she can. Yeah. But shouldn't you not be a world champion if you're not the best? Like I, Serena Deeb wrestled circles around this fucking lady. It was, it was embarrassing. It was like, I, who's calling it in the ring? Serena. You could tell Serena's leading that shit. She's the general. Mercedes is the OG. She's tricked you and wrestling fans into letting you people think she's Wendy Richter, and she got screwed by Vince McMahon out of her championship in 1986. Like I, I, I don't get it. Like this match was terrible. I've, I've seen her have 
I've seen him have more bad matches than good matches at this point. Like, that's not good. Like, we could say that for guys like Amos. Like, I've seen more bad matches than good matches. Or Great Kali, great example. Like, I don't know. What's your favorite Great Kali match, Gino? Great Kali versus Undertaker, SmackDown debut. So, like, like you can name, and then every other, like him and Cena, Falls Count Anywhere, we took the FU off the platform onto the mattress. Like, there's other moments where, like, yeah, he's had good moments, but whenever a match ends with a Kali chop, which I thought was, like, the most devastating move for a very long time, uh, like, no, you knew he was awful, and Mercedes is awful. It's it's a bum out because I part of the wool is still over my eyes a little bit where I'm like you. She's the OG badass because she's 40 and she wrestles like there's footage of her having matches in the early 2000s. I want to have that same reverence and respect for her. But when she's having matches that like this was like if Michael Cole had a match like it wasn't good. I was able to enjoy this match, but again, I think it's because I had the match before that that I enjoyed from top to bottom being Dragon Lee, who I'm a big fan of, Roosh, who I'm becoming a fan of, but seeing these two brothers who have never had a match before against each other, finally having this Owen Hart, Bret Hart classic that we're never going to forget, at least I will never forget, <laughs> Dragon Lee versus Roosh. This is the best brother versus brother match we've ever had. Owen wrestling. Hart, Bret Hart, Roosh versus Dragon Lee. At an event that I, how many people watch this thing? Are they, are they touting those numbers yet? The buy rates? I would assume like they have touted these buy rates, or at least the pay per view buys on uh, Bleach Report and Fight. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah, it's hard to kind of know what TK's talked about. There's so many different ways to watch this shit now. It's like, oh, well, there was this many purchases. Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was kind of a typical, like, you know, they've had this match before, I think, haven't they? Like, I've seen these guys wrestle before in TNA and it, maybe in Ring of Honor. But uh, Jay Lethal's kind of is, – is Samoa Joe getting ready to retire? Why does – he's also – he's pulling a Mercedes Martinez. I We all love Samoa Joe. We love that unbreakable match with Christopher Daniels and AJ. But he's wrestling in slow motion again. He's living off of the stuff he did in 05. He's not as – Agile has fast and as great as he was in like 05, 06. But like this match, I did enjoy mainly because I'm a big Jay Lethal fan. I love Lethal so much, and he's so much better than Joe, and he should have won. God damn it. Well, and honestly, can I be this guy? I agree with you. I like watching Samoa Joe was this was if Hulk Hogan at 70 years old was still having a belt. Like it was just, it felt like, hey, the fans can't. When Jay Lethal hit him with the championship, and covered him. It was such an easy, okay, they cheated. Jay Lethal's the champ. Samoa Joe can retire now. And then when Joe kicked out, I thought, whoa, maybe Joe's got, maybe there's something left. And there wasn't much left. Even the spot where he, you know, the, the typical Joe spot where the guy's got him in like a, a, a pinfall and Joe grabs him by the trunks and pulls him into the coquina clutch. Even that spot was kind of botched. It was just sloppy. This whole thing felt like a ring of honor show it really did like you and i have watched ring of honor like towards their death we start i started watching more of their pay-per-views you started watching them more there were always these weird issues and that 19th or yeah 19th anniversary show was one of the worst things i ever watched start to finish like it was just i i had to apologize for making people watch it because it was so bad matt taven versus vincent in the gym like it was one of the worst things i ever watched we should do a commentary of it and Watching this, it was a lot of that same, hey, this is a pay-per-view, there's a bunch of championship matches, and it just felt really, really, like, Bush League. Like, GCW feels higher rate than this now. 
it occasionally does. I feel like this match was, there were good spots like in the opening part of it where Jay Lethal made sure to attack Joe before the match so the bell didn't ring so Satnam could get involved, but he only pushed Joe was only one spot he did. He didn't actually even attack him when he should have because Satnam Singh should have been involved more because Satnam is the future of ROH and AEW that we need to push. I've become a big fan of Satnam Singh. Why have so, like, you? I, <laughs> I just I've seen a couple of matches now, and when he's been involved with Jalen, I'm just like, this guy's good. This guy is a better version of Greg Khalik who can actually work, and he can. I'm really big fan of Satnam Singh. All right, that makes that makes one of us. Yeah. So FTR versus Briscoes have not finished it. I already knew who was going to win. It was pretty obvious. Like you talk about, you know, like oh, I knew Gresham didn't have his flag. I just knew FTR wasn't losing. They came out and cut a promo on on Dynamite like that. Why are we letting tag teams do that? You know, and they cut Poor the kids are just as bright and just as talented. Thank you, Ricardo. I was thirsty anyway. So, yeah, um, I, I'll finish that match tonight as soon as we're done here. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented mm. as white kids. Mm. Good water. I am thirsty. Thank you so much. Ricardo. Oh, one more sip for Ricardo. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Yeah, what wasn't the biggest fan of this event? It, it maybe watching Raw. Raw I felt was so good. We're building towards SummerSlam. We're off the heels of some really good dynamites. So this, and they didn't build this like they probably could have. And yeah, I don't know. It was like, and I haven't finished the main event. Maybe once I watch the main event, I'll. Oh, this was the greatest show ever. But even Yuta versus Garcia sounds like a joke. Like that's a meme match. You, everyone knows I hate both those guys, and they wrestled. Uh, Roosh and Dragon Lee. I didn't know if there was any build for that. Even when they kept saying they were brothers, I was like, are they though? Are they are they kayfabe brothers? Like, like they're K. Or is this is this a Kane and Undertaker? Like, did one of them burn a house down? Uh, Dalton Castle, who I enjoy, once I saw all the guys being in super gimmick, I thought, oh, no, this is – this is. I'd rather watch Empire Wrestling Federation out of San Bernardino, California. So, yeah, Ring of Honor continues to be kind of the the ninth best promotion Four in the United States. Thank you, Dom. Kids. Even if they're now owned by AEW, I don't think AEW's purchase is helping them in as far as quality. It obviously isn't helping, especially before that main event tag team match, which I was really hyped for. They did the dynamite thing. They had Ian Riccoboni run down. Here's what's happening on Fight for the Fallen. I was just like, you're just being AEW now. It's not being a different show. You're copying. You're just showing, hey, here's the next show. We have Brian Dales having his return match against everyone's favorite, everyone's great red death that everyone loves who had a big match with Wheeler Yuta. That guy sucks. But but even he's good. No, you don't mean that. Do you, what do you mean he's good? His facials are awful. He walked out there um, looking like he forgot to just put clothes on. He looked like a, he looked terrible when he walked out. He didn't look as good as he could have when he walked out. But the match was good. I was surprised that it won't end with a roll up for a fucking pure title match. It was a roll up finish and no. Rope breaks were used. That upset me. That a was lot. a rope break that, use. We, uh, Garcia oh yeah, grabbed the one once. rope break for the walls. That's right. The one yeah. walls rope break. It was a pretty no good match, but it was still a joke. Like if you, like imagine, uh, like so I spent forty dollars to watch this. Right. I mean, like just think that that sounds awful. Like oh, you spent money to watch Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia. Now if this was Rampage and they were the first match, that would be fantastic. Like this fifteen minute barn burner to open the television show, that would be awesome. I would love that. 
But the fact that you got to pay to watch this, you got to pay to watch Roosh and Dragon Lee. Like, I just, how do you, how does anyone compare this to, to Moxley versus Tanahashi to Roman versus Brock? Like, there's just nothing. This is such a joke compared to that. Yeah, that's why you don't compare. You just have to find what you enjoy right. from the show. And with me, Roosh and Dragon Lee and the FTR Briscoe's match was what made me feel like this was worth my time. Does this, this investment. But but here's the other thing, the investment. Like you're investing time. Like just imagine investing money. Like SummerSlam cost me nothing to watch because of Spectrum. Like I have free Peacock, so I'm able to watch SummerSlam for the cost of my cable subscription. It's all lumped in. When I watch AEW, let's say it's fifty bucks. That's great. How much was this? Like, we don't want to compare it match by match, but let's at least compare it uh, fiscally. Let's just say money-wise, this thing was not worth more than SummerSlam. This thing was not worth the same amount as AEW. This wasn't even worth the uh, We get Impact Plus events for $5. Like, I, I haven't can't, sometimes I don't even watch them, but... It's only five bucks, so when YouTube charges me five dollars, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. You guys deserve some money. Sixty bucks a year, and I get all this impact content. That's fantastic. So, I, I don't know what. And I, I agree with one thing you said. Like AEW isn't even. We were wondering how they were going to treat it. Like, is it going to be a completely separate entity from Ring of Honor? Like, they could they could almost have treated it like like an Ohio Valley wrestling. Poor kids you know? are just like, as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you, Liam. Like, we know that. Uh, like w we know that it's uh, like it's part of WWE, or at least when it was. We like we know it's part of WWE. We know they have matches and they have events, but you really have to seek it out if you want to watch it. It's really not the same thing as WWE. And with this, we kind of thought that that's, that's what they were going to do, but then maybe Tony realized, no, we got to put some of our guys on there. There's going to be crossover. It's like when Vince kind of tries to. How do we make? How do we make? Uh, these shows better we just put all the stars on it and fuck trying to develop new talent we'll just kind of throw people that everybody knows and maybe people will buy this pay-per-view because we put claudio on the cover and that is the issue like you have that but then they do occasionally have guys that have a match with people that are not part of AEW because we right. did have on the zero hour which i was a fan of this match brian cage and the gates of agony beating up blake christian Alex Zane and Tony Deppin. Your favorite. I was actually a big fan of this match. Yes, three of my favorites against a noob favorite tactic. I'm actually becoming a fan of the Gates of Agony. And Brian Cage and the Machine finally being at least on a pay-per-view technically be part nope. of Zero Not a pay-per-view. <laughs> you got to relearn that word technically, Gino. He was on the free part, so nobody had to pay to see that. So wasn't a pay-per-view. He was just he was on the free portion of it. And yeah, totally Blanchard Enterprises kind of got screwed over here by now they're the embassy and they're just on the pre-show for free show. It's who cares? Like, and I don't, and, and look, I know you watch all, all that stuff as well. You, you, you got a little more time than I, but I can't watch all this shit. I don't want to watch, like they put no effort into that. I mean, cheeseburger had a match. So, uh, although it looks awesome, Arya Davari was in it too. So I don't know, Gina, this all looks pretty you know, it's it's Ring of Honor. Sometimes, like, what? But I, but also, I like that Cesaro's on this card. I like that they put FTR on this card. Like, they do need to have some people that we know. Otherwise, it would be the company that died that none of us watched anyway. Like, you and I didn't watch Ring of Honor until it was dead. We we finally were. No, no, no. We gotta watch Ring of Honor. We gotta support this company and see. And it was terrible. We all kind of knew that it was. 
and some of it, some of the good parts have pil- spilled over into impact. Some of the bad parts have spilled over into impact as well. But I don't know, man. Like watching this was was a bum out, especially with all like the hot WWE news and uh, WWE is really the forefront of wrestling, especially since Vince stepped down and even just coming off the heels of SmackDown. This just felt like such a like oh god, like, oh god. I mean, again, I was able to find some enjoyment. I've again the Dragon Lee Roosh match. I was able to enjoy these spots where both of them were just killing each other because they're brothers that trust each other with their bodies more than you would trust another friend or an opponent. This match I thought was great, and then the FTR Briscoes was able to live up to the expectations of them having this match, even though because it's two out of three falls, you knew when one team got one fall, oh, the other one's gonna get another, and then that's when you get the high expectations of anything could happen. But I feel like the entire crowd was standing on their feet. The entire match was hyped for this as they should have been. And, and let's try this because Kevin always does this, and it's an amazing question. Like he always says, "Why is FTR good? Like why do we like FTR? Why do wrestling fans like FTR? Like try and describe them. Like what makes them great? Because I feel like I can do it. But even after I hear myself say it, it doesn't. It doesn't work or it doesn't hold water. I don't I don't know. It's it's a great point. Like describe why this person's good. That's always like a difficult question when you do find out like someone you're a big fan of, whether it be like someone who's either like really good, like Brian Dayoson, or someone you just grew to become like a fan of just because you respect them or you're like you find some enjoyment out of them like I do with Doctor Luther, one of the greatest that I will always be a ride or die fan of. But with FTR I feel a big thing that gets people's attention on them is that they are like a classic old school heel or even now a babyface tag. They work <laughs> like an old school tag team. That's their whole big gimmick, but that actually is the premise. They work like this tag team, like Finn Juice. Man, that's a. So you said they're good because they're heels, but they're actually babyfaces and they're like Finn Juice because they work together. Like, that doesn't sound good. Like, see, they're old school. See, that's Kevin, only the callback to old school. See, Kevin even has, like, I can describe why anyone I like is great. Like, if I was trying to describe Rey Mysterio, I could tell you why he's great. Like, FTR, he's kind of right. Like, why do I like, why do I like tag teams? Who fucking, that's so stupid. So, but, I like, the, the only reason that I could think of it is, uh, their matches are, are they, their matches are well thought out. They count their feet as they wrestle. No, like there's they do the false finishes really well. They have multiple finishers, so I'm not sure what's truly going to end the match. They look different just as far as their hairstyles. Their names are the same. I'm, I'm I still don't know which one is Dash and which one is Cash, uh, or Dax or Scott Dawson. Like nobody knows. So, uh, but I do like that they're just kind of good old Southern boys from North Carolina. That is the throwback where we're talking about like Arn and Tully. Like they are just kind of the new brain busters and the new four horsemen. Uh, but the matches are good. I like the matches. I like uh, the back and forth between a tag team. I like a as as the Usos and uh, the Street Profits might be match of the year for Money in the Bank. Like I, I, I rewatched some of it the other day. It's so fucking good. Uh, and even just the, the way they're using it to build this storyline is like going into SummerSlam. I love it. Love it all. Uh, so, yeah, FTR, as far as, well, like, once they start talking on a microphone, it's not like I love it, but, or when they hang out with CM Punk. But when they have their matches, their matches are better than every other tag team match that I see. They, and they do wrestle different. I really liked when their gimmick started with no flips, just fist, because it did sort of feel like a callback to, like, the Young Bucks are doing all this flippy bullshit, and the Hardy Boys do all this flippy bullshit, and uh, the private party, oh my fucking god. Like, these guys who don't look like wrestlers, but they 
fly around and it's all exciting. And then here comes this other tag team. It's like, no, not none of that shit. None of that stuff. Uh, so I, maybe that's what made him stand out. Uh, so yeah, they're the greatest tag team in wrestling today. Hands down. They are one of the, I still feel deep down in my heart because of me being a big ROH guy for a while. Briscoes are the best tag team still. They have had probably the best matches of anyone's careers. Young Bucks, Hardys, FTR, everyone who considers like, what's their best match? It's Briscoes. Briscoes have every tag team's best match. No way. They're the greatest workers in wrestling. Better than the Hardys? No. There's no way. Like, that's that's not fair. Better than the Dudley Boys? Better than the Steiners? Like, there's so... Better than the Bulldogs? There's so many other better tag, tag teams than... Than the brisk and when you, I like how you said that though. All their best matches are with this. Like, I like when Christian, you know, Christian said this on the show uh, the other night. He's like, we have matches that like we named, like they named matches after us. They didn't name anything after the Briscoes. What they named the chicken coop match. Yeah, no one names stuff after Briscoes, but Briscoes are the most realist of a tag team. They act not like a character because they're themselves, and they know like these this fucking one tag team, the Usos take everything from them and try and make it their own, but they're just fucking tank for the Briscoes because they realizes we have our own version of Briscoes being the Usos. I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like the Usos acting kind of black makes me think that's just them. Like, they just act like they're hood, like, black dudes. Roman said the N-word on TV. Like, they they just, this is their personalities all into one thing. I've never even thought they were copying the Briscoes. They don't do, like, the hi-ya! They don't do any of that. They... What what about the what is that? What what do you mean? What do you mean the Briscoes are what are the Usos copying the Briscoes? What? Years and years back we had a Briscoes had a t shirt on their shop where it was best since day one. And guess who then has day one is? Was the Usos later on, not too long after, they had their own shirt, their own merchandise, their own taglines, their own catchphrases. Tag you for the Briscoes. And then if you really pay attention <laughs> to like a Briscoes promo and then like an Usos promo, you see like the cadences, you could see like they're trying to Oh, not replicate, but somewhat copy their flow of the Briscoes. No, really I'm, paint it that two styles. The Briscoes have never been in a rap battle with the New Day. Oh, if anything, I like Jay Briscoe on the mic the most. Like you're almost disrespecting the Briscoes when you say that, because the Usos come out and they're so reliant on their catchphrase. They're so, I, oh my gosh, that was the worst part of Raw. I think is when, because the street profits are up and we want this. It's we got it. You guys all say things and then. You're the twos. We're the one. Like, we got it. You guys have little taglines. Do the Briscoes have one like that? Do they have a, do they have a, oh, you didn't know? No, the Briscoes don't have a catchphrase. That's They don't need a catchphrase. That's what makes them good. They don't need this shit. WB has to have catchphrases because even a fucking GM has to have one that it is official is fucking Adam Pierce's catchphrase. Every WWE you know, character has to have because it's Vince's stuff. So hopefully that's going to go away soon. After SummerSlam. No, Jericho is still doing it. It's not a Vince thing. I think it's just a wrestler thing. How do I get over? I'm going to say the same thing over and over again. The Briscoes, as far as – I, first of all, no. I'm just going to say no. Usos are not copying the Briscoes at all. I, I've that You're being mean to the Briscoes by saying that, and you're being mean to the Usos by saying that. Neither one of them are even similar. Like, that's – because their hair is wacky? Is that what it – like, we have wacky hair. We're the same thing. One of the guys has no teeth, you know. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. So, I wouldn't say that. Look, the Briscoes are an unsung hero. So, if anything, it's it's the same thing that happens when we talk about Impact versus WWE. Or, like, the smaller, less expectation wrestling always comes off as sexier. 
And I, I look, I, I've seen some some uh, Briscoe matches that were fantastic. I, I have Jay Briscoe versus EC3 match of the year at that bullshit 19th anniversary show that I watched. But looking at their careers entirely, I, there's no way I could even seriously say out loud that the Briscoes are the greatest tag team like of this era. Like, they, they have good matches, but as far as relevance and importance, wrestling would be fine if they never existed. I don't believe wrestling would ever be the same if they never existed. Well, WWE, Impact, AEW, all the big wrestling shows would be fine if the Briscoes had never happened. I think I don't think they have as much influence as you think. Now, I love the Briscoes. Let me say that again. I, I loved that pro that whole build between Jay Briscoe and EC3 was everything I fucking hated about EC3. Someone was saying to his fucking face, and I was so and EC3 was doing his best EC3 impression with his proved to me honor is real bullshit. It was fucking awful. But I loved it. So I, I wanted, I was rooting for Jay. I was like, Jay, fucking give it to this guy. Because Jay Briscoe is like, Ring of Honor is almost like the backyard wrestler. This is my underground shit. And you're some WWE guy showing up trying to be a part of it. You're never going to be a part of it. I like the way they did that. So they have their place in wrestling, but they're always going to be the Ring of Honor boys. Not necessarily wrestling history as a whole was impacted by these guys. I mean, that's your perspective, but to me, I feel that Ring of Honor is necessary to affect all of wrestling. If it was not for Ring of Honor, people like AJ Styles and all this shit wouldn't be big. They wouldn't have, like, gone to a, a TNA. TNA would not be as big if it was not for Ring of Honor, I feel. Uh, I, I see, and that's always the chicken or the egg. Like, AJ Styles was wrestling in impact in 2002 at the same time he was working in ring of honor because they didn't have exclusive contracts so like guys like samoa joe absolutely uh but they're those guys who are working in that jersey all pro or whatever it was called christopher daniels all the guys that were up there that were working in both impact tna would have been just fine if anything we had the x division it's fucking way better than whatever roh was doing that was just their world title was the x division so uh and I'm not saying Ring of Honor didn't have an impact. I'm saying the Briscoes on wrestling history didn't have this insane impact like the Hardy Boys did. You know, oh my gosh, can't believe you said that. I just feel that they have a big impact because if it was not for them, there wouldn't be people who would try to copy their style and copy how good of a tag team match people could have. Realize that these guys know how to work as a tag team because they've been brothers all their lives and been tag teams for twenty years. And I guess, plus. and I guess if like. You think people are copying them? I don't. I haven't seen anyone trying to copy them. So maybe that's the difference. Like you look at the Usos and you go, "Fuck it, Briscoe knockoff," or you look at Enzo and Cass. Fucking Enzo might, if anything, looks like Jay Briscoe the most. So maybe, maybe we found the first one. But no, I don't think anybody ever watched the Briscoes and was like, "I'm gonna do that." We're gonna do redneck karate. Uh, we're gonna be from Sandy Fork, Delaware. Like, no, nobody else thought they were going to copy that because it was so niche. And it was in Ring of Honor. It was the small pond. So big fish, small pond syndrome. But speaking of small fish, uh, Triple H, you know. So when this news broke, I was, first of all, I was, like, happy. I felt this weird sense of calmness, like, fell over me. Because when I heard Vince was stepping down or, you know, when he was stepping away or retiring or whatever they're trying to call it, I was... I was happy, but once I saw Nick Khan was co-CEO, I was furious. I just thought, oh, like, it's going to get worse. Like That was my initial thought was this company is going to get immediately worse because it, 
like maybe Vince wasn't even the problem. Like we still have this Nick Khan guy who clearly has a different vision for the company. He's the kind of guy that tells investors we're not selling, but he's taking phone calls from potential buyers. So I, I just don't like him as a, as a CEO or, or as an executive. But the Triple H news made me very happy. I was very excited to see that Triple H is like in charge because although NXT, I'm going to use air quotes, failed. Uh, I don't know. Thought it was. Uh, I think that's great news. What are your thoughts? And I have to agree. It is amazing news. He takes both John Laurinaitis and Bruce Prichard's job. They don't need to do any shit. They could be gone. They could be done with this stuff. So finally, these two big yes men of Vince McMahon who all work as Vince McMahon agreeable type shit can be done. And soon we can get rid of fucking Kevin Dunn and we can have a whole new product. And again, the big thing from Raw that surprised me again was all the people were not told to look at a certain angle while looking at the TV. They were able to look at the TV facing the television, which is a big thing that Kevin Dunn, like Vince McMahon, would tell them, don't do that. You have to show your face and look at a weird angle where you're showing yourself, selling yourself. So again, this was a big thing that shows me maybe things will change and Kevin Dunn will be gone and we won't have all these Vince shits that are all around ourselves that we always get annoyed by. What do you what is, what is this? What do you mean this angle? Is that like a thing they do? I've, like you always notice this stuff on on WWE that I've never noticed. I've seen people watch the television. Like I don't know what you, what angle what is this? Explain. When WWE has like a backstage segment where like people are in a match and then there's people watching the television. They're standing awkwardly. Have you not you, you not notice when people stand awkwardly? You just do you know I just said I didn't. I just said I didn't. Explain what you mean. What does stand awkwardly mean? Like are they putting their hands on their hips? Like are they forest gumping it? Like they got their hands on their sides? Like just kind of watching uh, watching from the boat and they're waving at Lieutenant Dan or what? It's that they're like standing, but the way they're sta- they're trying to stand naturally, but the way they're looking at it. I'll try to send you pictures or show you pictures. Can you just tell me? So wait, I, it's I, hard I, to tell you because it's, you have to see it. Again, it's there. Thank you so much, Nathan. So if anything, I'm thinking what you're trying to tell me terribly, by the way, is that their body is facing like north, and the TV is almost like parallel, so they're standing like sideways, and their head is kind of like angled so you could still see me frontwards and the tv's right here so i'm not standing naturally like i would watch a tv that's what you're trying to say yes and there's many many different showings of this like even the rock did this type of shit every wrestler did this because jb loves not being natural i don't know you know i've been watching wrestling my whole life and i love that everyone in the chat's like vlady doesn't watch he doesn't see it maybe i'm just not noticing or maybe because i'm in the kitchen sometimes watching tv (laughs) And this is how I watch TV. So, hey, I'm doing an interview and there's a camera. So, hey, let's take a look at the monitor. And we all stand there awkwardly and look at it like this from the side. So that way I can address the people like The Rock would do. Uh, but in this, you're talking about you need to sell yourself. It's fucking Rey Mysterio's fake family. Some of them are real. But, like, who gives a shit? We got that Mexican guy who I thought was, like, going to do something. I thought, is this guy a wrestler? Is this guy going to attack Ray tonight? Uh, and even Spliff saw in the chat Vleeties when they're literally standing facing the camera looking at the side, dude. Like, I, they, How often does this happen? Are you guys watching? Does this happen every night and I'm just not noticing it? This happens so often, whether it be people in an angle or even people not involved in a storyline. They're just like maybe a champion watching a possible contender. They're standing very awkwardly, showing themselves to the camera. Then they have to kind of try to look at the TV, but make it someone look at least naturally in the face that they're watching the television, but they are facing and still showing their face to the camera. It's been awkward for years. And look, I was able to describe it, so maybe I have seen it at some point, but 
Yeah, I don't think it happens every, like, especially during a Rey Mysterio family watching television segment. I'm not like, oh, thank God, this is clearly a Triple H directive to just watch the TV. Because I've also seen other people watch TV naturally. Like, I've seen, like I'm saying, Billy and Chuck backstage slapping high fives as the match is going on. So, like, I've seen this kind of stuff. Or, like, when Vince is getting beat up in the ring and the backstage, yeah, you go, you go, X-Pac. Like, I have seen that kind of stuff before, too. So maybe, and look, you guys are just haters. I mean, the camera cuts stuff. Like, how bad were the camera cuts last night? Were they really bad? I barely watched Raw. I watched, like, the stuff that mattered, but, like, I tried not to notice the camera cuts because when I do, it's the worst. But I noticed it during the Jake Paul and Miz beating up each other segment. Wasn't that, that, Lo- wasn't that Logan win. Paul or was it Jake? Yeah, Logan Paul, it was Logan. Logan, same person to me. I don't care who. We had Logan Paul and Miz shit. Like, when you see, like, the stomps, when you do, like, the whole mounting, then they get up and they do the stomp and you see the cuts. Like, that still does it right. I love They just want to make the impact look stronger. It looked like it's more impactful because it's a quick cut. They did. Immediately after. Yeah, they did look that. I thought it was quite a beatdown. Like, and then later on in the night when they fought some more and Miz laid him out and Ciampa was there. Uh... Oh my gosh! And and by the way, now that Triple H is here and he's involved, I would do, my first decree would be to get rid of all the stupid name changes that have happened once people get to the main roster. Like Dewdrop would be Piper Nevin, just instant Piper Nevin's back. Uh, we would have Tommaso Ciampa. He'd be Tommaso Ciampa. I don't know why we'd have Matt Riddle back. We wouldn't do this weird, like creating like Bond, like not even Bond villains, like Batman villain characters who have one. Sing- your name is Dewdrop. Like, it's just the fucking dumbest shit. So I, that would be my first change. You know, what would you do? Well, here's the whole big thing that I believe is the whole, what I've realized, or at least my theory is, Triple H and Stephanie knew about all this shit was going to come down about Vince long ago. So like maybe Triple H told Jagger got hey, lay low, don't set anywhere, you'll come back here, I'll be in charge of this, we'll be getting you on the main roster and have me in charge of doing all this shit. So that's why Johnny's not got anywhere, not done anything. So Johnny Gargano can be called up to the main roster with Triple H, and he could be the real dad to Theory, be Austin Theory again, and have the way push Johnny Gargano and Theory to the main event and be the world champion. All right. Sometimes you start off like he's making a joke, and then there's like not a nobody like that. No, I don't mean to step on that, Gino, but nobody like that. Uh, come on, like, that's that's what we got, Gino. Yes. We love the way. We're all fans of the way. We love the family. But like, oh, so Triple H told Johnny Gargano to not get paid for a few months and then come back when he's in charge. And that's why Vince is stepping. No, they, they, come on. So, hi. Thank you, Nathan, for gifting the whole effing show a tier two subscription. Vlad just entered the space. Welcome, Vladimir. You're, you're, thank you so much for checking this out. Uh, and yes, you know, the camera cuts are fantastic on Raw. And Gargano, like, he was trending, obviously. Like, a lot of people are assuming guys like him are going to be, be brought back. Guys like Velveteen Dream are going to be brought back. I'm even thinking Sasha. Sasha hasn't done anything either. This is an opportunity for her to come back. Triple H, can, now that he's in charge of talent relations. Malachi Black says, what the fuck that tangent Gino went on. Yeah, Gino. Malachi Black says, what the fuck that tangent. Yeah, uh, uh, interesting. But, but. We could be getting people that, yeah, have kind of left. Like, Alexa Bliss immediately was somebody that on Raw finally mattered again. She cut a promo, and she looked hot again. TWFS she, says Gino is going to skip another workout two weeks after telling me head workout more than us That's by now. another great point, Gino. How is the Tybo coming along? 
that I'm still trying to do regularly if I can. Today I felt like a little bit better. Tonight I feel like shit after it. So that's all I've been able to do like every other day. Because like sometimes I'm feeling okay, sometimes I feel like garbage. So today, thankfully, I was able to do it earlier. But tonight, not gonna be able to do the workout. Did At least you? Not be able to do Spiff Swa says Gino is hitting the gym and having sex. You don't have to know shit. That's true, Gino. You're definitely. I mean, is your scene done? That's our biggest question. Uh, following following up last week people were like how are we going to do another Vlini? He's like that was the main event like that was it plus we had some tragic news in the Geezy household it was going to be a rough there there were several thoughts of Gino we just we can't carry on we main evented it's over now there's no more Vlini's so maybe this is just like a like the epilogue we're just wrapping things up with a bow and yeah you uh so you worked out today you almost you had did you not did you ever officially get COVID or was it just like, uh, hey, my stepdad's sick, so I'm going to be sick too? He just, he did have COVID, but like with me, I think it's just like either a cold, like I'm stuffed up and shit, like I'm coughing a lot, I'm sneezing, my head's like kind of fucked up occasionally, like I feel like stuff, either headache or could be an ear infection, but I think it's just headache that I occasionally have, so I should be fine, it should take few more days and I should be perfectly back on my feet when you watch wrestling do you do you ever think like I need to work out because that 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 always gets me going like when I saw Ciampa on Raw I was like oh god I gotta work out like he looks so great even the Maurice when she came out I was like oh god I gotta work out like there there were so many like when I watch wrestling and I see some of these bodies I just gotta work out so has that ever happened to you or is that reverse it's not entirely like work. Like sometimes it does, but at the same time, there's some pay per views or some shows that have like a really big main event. I just get tired. Like I just get exhausted because like how much goes on. Just like this is professional wrestling, and it just exhausts me sometimes. By the way, so, I woke up tired is my new favorite. Like I say that all the time now. I know you said that like as just like a passing comment. That is my favorite slogan. I forget that you even were the, were the one who even said it. I just it's so funny to me. Well, I look, I woke up tired. Like that's my favorite thing you've ever said. I, like that might be the name of the Tyler podcast. Tyler says when I woke up I was tired. That is so funny to me. Like it's just the best. I woke up tired. Like the thing that's supposed to not be like you get tired to go to sleep, you fucking woke up and you were tired and ready to go back to sleep. That's you know, you're you're an icon. Like that's why people ask me, like, what, like, what, where'd you find this guy? I don't know. I don't know where you came from. I feel like you grew. You just grew out of something, and here you are now. And this is what we get. And yeah, you like. Remember when you got your Indeed password? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember when I find out my Indeed. I was sliding into place, trying to apply. Then I just realized I'm sick. Like I felt shit. Like I did really do anything. Life's been bad. Life's been ups and downs recently. It seems like it's just been downs, you know. You're still in the basement. Like, I want to get you out of that basement. Triple H took over WWE after almost dying from a heart attack. Like, we need to up our game. We got to do something more. Like, there's there's, there's, there's definitely more to this life than just like, oh, well, wrestling's on. Like, you watch Hour Zero, and I didn't even know Hour Zero happened. So, like, don't you, like, don't you want to have more dinner parties? And I would love to have dinner parties in the future, but, like, right now, man, life's just... I need to get out of this like negative headspace, but first I need to get through this fucking sickness. You're not sick, Gino. You sound fine. You can talk to if we did a 19 hour of ladies, you'd get through it with no problem. If we wanted to watch WrestleMania starting at number one, getting one through ten, you would be up with me all night, and we'd be like, "This is the greatest night of our lives." You're not sick. You just don't want to do it. I actually am sick though. That's sick. That I've been coughing a lot. Thankfully, I've muted myself occasionally if I do notice it's coming. So. That's why I've been keeping up with this. Just a cough, sure Gino? Cough. Just a cough? 
More than a cough, but a cough is like the big thing that's noticeable. You had like your stepdad got COVID and you're almost excited. Like now I can be sick and like have an excuse, but you never tested positive. You, you I've been watching you. There's been no coughing. You're going to cough all the time. And yeah, I think even people in the chat, you know, you cough. People cough constantly, dude. And that's the problem. It's like I just consider it to be a problem. So if you do cough a lot, that's what I've been doing today. Thankfully, right now I seem to be fine because of me probably just fighting through just talking through what if we end vladies right now and worked out would that be better like that way it's not we're not getting off super late we're gonna we're gonna work out now what if we left our cameras on and worked out with cameras on and i don't know about working out with cameras i need to make some space and do that shit so malachi says gino has no grit i think we do the workouts you know should i go get the gorilla bow I, I know where it is i haven't used it in forever my wife's always like you bought that fucking gorilla bow it's useless and it kind of is but yeah, like we could do workout streams instead. I think people would be very entertained to watch us. Uh, they may be entertained to watch us for one reason or another. Yes. They'd find some enjoyment out of it. Yeah, they would get inspired because, look, everyone's done watching these fitness models work out, okay? We all know that Sean T has abs. We fucking get it. They want to watch guys like us, real men, fucking beefcake, fucking fat guys working out. That would be fantastic. I think we could start a whole new trend, you know? We probably could be a star trend of people that would be inspired by seeing bigger guys working up. You didn't tell me Eric Bugenhagen was like a YouTube celebrity, by the way. Like I've been watching Juji Mufu lately, and Eric Bugenhagen is all over that. You never told me that Boog and his name was Boogs years ago. Like I didn't even know this. Like they were calling him Boogs back back like four or five years ago. They they foretold that he, they foretold his name change when he got to the main roster that he was going to be Boogs. Once he got called up, this guy is insane. He has been saying that's why I kept on telling you, like I watched his videos for a reason. You're realizing it now. Oh, he actually is really good. I show you like some of his inspirational shit that he's talked about, and told you like this guy's great. Eric Bugenhagen is a better name than Boogs. No, I still feel like <laughs> Eric wow. Bugenhagen. I think could be world champion, not Boogs. Rick Boogs is Boogs. world champ, and you need to watch. Which videos did you send me? You sent me him air guitaring in the NXT arena. You never sent me inspiration. I thought I did. Like, I'll double check if I said yeah. Why don't you watch it? If it's not, it's not inspiring. If you're not doing anything with it, like I said, Nathan sent me some of those inspirational shit the other day, and I was like, this fucking gets me going. Like, let's. Have you ever heard the Snoop Dogg "I want to thank me" speech? Don't you want to live a life so great that when you're at the end of it all, you you've a caught you got your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Last but not least, I want to thank me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for not taking any days off. I want to thank me for not being a quitter. Don't you want to have that moment like Snoop? I don't know if I'll ever have that moment. That's like life has these moments where it's like ups and downs. Like it's difficult to really have a life, or at least for me, where I can't have like no days off. And I just am like. Gino, you've been Red having five. days off forever. You've been That's the thing is, like, he took no days off. You're taking seven of them a week. Like, it's time, Gino. Let's do it tonight. Let's let's get on Indeed. Let's do it. I might start looking for a job tonight, or at least tomorrow for damn sure. But tonight I may actually look and see what place I could apply to. Dude, there's so many. Because I know many. places won't be over a spot till tomorrow. Like, what are you going to do, like, tomorrow? Like, just walk through it. 
I actually might just wake up and like sign up the like applied places on Indeed actually, or at least through their actual website. So Indeed, they just set that up and they just have people know, hey, you could apply, but they don't really check stuff until you actually go onto their real website to apply. Sometimes, sometimes they, sometimes you could just they'll even say apply on Indeed, and it's like one click and you just apply. It's amazing. Getting a job has never been easier, especially coming out of the pandemic. People are so desperate for employees. They are. That's why, like, tomorrow will be a great day for me to go and apply like I'm planning on doing. What do you want to do? What, what sounds good? Like, if you had your dream job, what would it be? I don't know what my dream job would be, man. That's like, I need to say at least right now that I can know I can do for sure that could be temporary that I could then use to elevate me to something longer term. Why temporary? What, what is that? What, what's it going to interrupt? I'm just saying, like, so it could be part-time, you know, not say full-time. I want to do full-time later on. Start right now with part-time getting back out there in the workforce. Why? I don't get that. What is it? <laughs> Part-time? Let's dip my toe into this whole working thing? Yeah, get myself back in there. Get myself back in the right mindset. Get myself actually back to a proper sleep schedule besides where I'm at right now where I just sleep whenever my body just shuts off. <laughs> just turns off. The chip turns off. Chino, just listen. Last but not least, I want to thank me. I listen to this like once a week. I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for, for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you a bad don't you want that moment, Gino? Being a bad motherfucker at the at the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I don't know if I want that type of moment. That's thing, especially like being with all those people. I don't know if I need that type of admiration. I just need like a group of people that I know when I do die, people at least will remember me. You're always thinking about when you die. Like, let's worry about when you live. Like, let's do that for a while. And that's the thing. Like, I'm, do, I do focus on when I live, but I also know like what I want to do is like at least be remembered when I do die because at least I'll die twice and not just die the ones that I know will die that I'll be gone die, die 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 that's all you talk about is dying Gino nobody gives a fuck once you're dead you're dead you gotta make these moments count and that's what I'm trying to do the best I can man, by having these moments where we have these great discussions every best week. I can so Gino former WWE talent are excited that Triple H is taking over creative like I think a lot of people yeah Gargano's obviously one of the one that's being brought up as somebody that should come back uh, and a lot of free agents are, are starting to kind of buzz that WWE might be the place to go to now. Like, Because remember, people were just walking away. Cesaro just walked away. Kushida just walked away. Paige just walked away. People just started to leave. Now that Vince is gone. Malachi Black says, Gino, we are not going to scatter your ashes in the ring when you die. We might if he steps up his game. Gino, why don't you train to become a wrestler? What's your excuse for that? I just haven't been interested in like getting in the ring and possibly dying in the ring. I'm not like Ric Flair that I'm willing to take that risk. Willing to die in the ring. You're willing to die when I go outside. You're always dying. Like you're you're so worried about dying, you're just dead in your room right now. You're not doing shit. You watched Zero Hour. It was it was great though, huh? It was actually really enjoyable. We got Cole Cabana back in the ring finally after all these months of CM Punk being a bitch, the piece of shit costing him wrestling. I don't think that's happening. I th I really do think that Cole Cabana showed up and Hi. thank you, an NJPW guy. Like I think Cole Cabana's time in 
AEW wasn't good even before CM Punk showed up. Like, they didn't know what to do with him. He didn't have, like, remember TH2? They didn't have, like, oh, we didn't know we were supposed to pitch our own creative. We just wanted to show up and the shit would be handed to us. And I think Scotty Goldman kind of had that same thing. He was kind of upset that there wasn't really a creative direction for him. So then he just became the Dark Order's, like, bitch. And, yeah, his whole time in AEW sucked well before Punk got there. I mean, he didn't suck. That's like, I always enjoyed Colcabana. He was, they did kind of ruin him by putting him in the group with Dark Order, even though there was the build up with him and Brody Lee, which had a good story until Brody passed it. He just felt like he had to stay there because of Brody's passing. So like that did maybe cost him his career for a minute, but now that he's finally free, and I do agree, like, we'll leave that the whole CFL came in here, so that cost Colt a good bit of his time where he could have been in the ring. To be gone now, he has to like be here, in Ring of Honor, beside Ring of Honor, not AEW. Yes, but <laughs> so yeah, but he's still. I don't know what did CM Punk have to do with that. I just feel like CM Punk when he got signed and showed up, like was a regular part there. Their whole issues they have personally with Colt and CM Punk. CM Punk probably had like some say in, to TK be like, hey. Get the fuck out of here with with Colt. And but he was isn't like, okay. but isn't that you just said probably like that's just a rumor. That's what, like when us wrestling fans want to think like, well, there's reasonable Four expectation. Just as as one Thank kid. you, Tyler. Look, look, Jay Briscoe's the gift. You know when somebody does that. Like I love the Briscoes, but yeah, that that's just such a rumor. Like that's that's what people say. Well, China wasn't allowed in the Hall of Fame because Stephanie and Triple H are together now. Like. We don't know that, oh, I, I'm here and I don't like Colt, so he's not on the show anymore. If anything, it's like, no, I already hired him. You guys need to squat, be professional and squash your dumb bullshit. And hopefully that is the case. But again, I just do believe that Pug is a spiteful person and just does not want Pug. Cole commanded me on his show and be with him in the ring. Like, that's why we kept on wondering, like, when we have these Dark Horse segments, we just have Uno, 3, 4, 99, and 10. Yeah, well, what do you mean? We don't have Colt. We just have those five now instead of the group which Colt was kind of based around thanks to Brody Lee. Brody Lee helped make Colt a big fixture of the group, and now he's gone. We don't get to see him. We have no reason why Colt's gone. Yes, we know why he's gone. It just it ran its course, and nobody gave a fuck, so let's get him out of there. Like, you think it was Punk was like, hey, I hate this guy so much. Get him out of the group where he's the sixth guy. Like, I think, if anything, that's a favor. I think that helps out tremendously. So, uh, Gino, SummerSlam's coming up. I remember last week we mentioned that the creative team was upset. They were not happy about uh, SummerSlam. Uh, they, they, they thought the card didn't look good. Here we are just a few like days away. I'm thinking this card looks good. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Where are people... Now that I'm now that when I'm a go-home raw removed, like, and I'm thinking SummerSlam can't be any bigger... Uh, it, the only thing that can make it bigger is if they finally pull the trigger on this edge return, right? When is he supposed to do that? I thought Madison Square Garden would have been perfect. I did too. I thought we we're going to have edge coming here because we have the whole message that he is coming to. He is finally going to be one. He's going to be awake. He's going to be alert. But no, we don't have edge yet. We're soon going to have him. We don't know when he is coming to or like how he's going to come to as one being, as the person that his new character is. But hopefully it will be soon. Hopefully we'll be at SummerSlam. We'll get involved in some way, shape, form in some match. Well, and you, so you even said it's a supernatural gimmick. Now I'm even just hearing it's the rated R superstar. He's just going to be rated R again. He's no longer going to be, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he was before that. But he's because now we're bringing back TV 14. Allegedly, it's coming back eventually. None of us know when it's official. But uh, yeah, that's I. the rumors that I heard was rated R superstar. That's why they're showing all this stuff from the rated R era. Not necessarily like a fiend gimmick because you, you said it was a supernatural fiend gimmick. It seemed like it to me like good. We had all these like flashes and all this stuff. We have like lights, fires. We have these even sound effects similar to like the Bray Wyatt vignettes we used to have. So I just been like, so this is like Bray. It's the feed. It's some type of supernatural type shit. But maybe it is just like you're. We're all having our whole our hopes up, and it's just gonna be he's gonna be rated R. That's it. What do you mean? That's my hope. What? what I would be unbelievably let down if he came out doing a fiend impression because the judgment day was him doing a Seth Rollins impression. So I don't want my whole edge return to be, Hey, edge hall of fame superstar that I didn't get to watch for 11 years or whatever. Show up and just steal all the, he should just come out with a Lucha mask and a son. Like, no, we don't need edge to just keep ripping off other people's get. I don't want him to come out with a hat and say, bro, like, I want rated R, dude. I want fucking flaming tables. I want sex celebrations with Beth Phoenix. Like, I want that. I want Ric Flair ladder matches on Raw for no reason. Like, that's what I'm looking forward to. I want Edge to have a little more grit. This old guy Edge sucked. So, I think we're t- it's timed, you know. I would be so let down if he came out with a mask on saying, let me in. Maybe you would be. I would be excited just to see what will come next with this new character. But SummerSlam... I think the show is going to be good, but I do feel the better show this week, and it's going to be Ric Flair's last match, will be a better and bigger event. Not a bigger I'll event, but maybe better. Like it's got Impact guys on it, and Impact guy, and it's going to be in a garage somewhere. So typically, when I watch wrestling in a garage, I like it for some reason. This is going to be SummerSlam's Nissan Stadium, dude. Like that's a big venue. So that's where the Tennessee Titans play football. Gino, I have been listening to so many football podcasts. I'm ready. Like football's back dude i know that i think did they do otas yet you know have they showed up for for those off-season training activities i have no idea if people are doing their off-season training activities right now but i also know that it's not going to be in a garage they changed the venue like later on thanks to jeff jarrett because jeff jarrett's whole connection with the mayor's office jeff jarrett's made this whole event happen because jeff jarrett's man and fuck fucking rick flair who's a bitch who says fuck jim jay lethal and jeff jarrett who actually did all this for rick Making Ric Flair Day a thing thanks to Jeff. Malachi Black says OTA started. Oh my gosh, they started, Gino. Why are we still talking about wrestling? Football's back. Like, I work today. So, I I work in Dallas, right? I'm here in Dallas. And we have an Eagles fan on my team. And they were all like, he always gives the Cowboys fans shit because the Cowboys haven't won a pay per view or pay per view, haven't won a Super Bowl since the 90s. And then they give him shit because it took the Eagles like 50 years to win one. And I just sit there sipping out of my Raiders mug in embarrassment. Haven't won a Super Bowl in fucking decades. Uh, last time we made the Super Bowl, we got smoked. Like it's, I, I have, and then one time we almost made it to the championship, and then there was a fumble in the snow that they said wasn't a fumble. And then there was also that time when Derek Carr got hurt and Connor Cook had to start, and he sucks. Like, I, dude, I just, I'm so fucking excited for football. It's gonna be fantastic. Like. The, the Raiders are, have – I might have Kevin put money on the fucking Raiders to win the Super Bowl. Like, they're going to win it. I don't know why they're not even predicted to win the West. One day the Raiders will win it, but right now what matters is the 50-something-year-old Ric Flair's last match. We're all excited 50? for that more this football. Can you do math? You know, he's been wrestling since the 70s. But 50-year-old Ric Flair? Poor kids he's close to 50. He's 40-something right now. He's soon to be 50-something. Ric Flair is 40. Is that what you're thinking? 
This he's he's old. I don't care. I'm tired. Fifty, Gino. Ric Flair is fifty. There, come yeah, on. He's old. Yeah, he's fifty something. He was fifty 60. in WCW. <laughs> this he's seventy something. You're right. Ric Flair's fiftieth birthday party. Thank you for naming the episode, Gino. So I come on, he's seventy three years old. The fifty Jeff Jarrett's fifty. What is happening? You know these guys age. They're human beings. And age is just a number. I've realized you know age doesn't matter. We're all dying slowly. It could be seventy, it could be fifty, it could be twenty. They're gonna die any day. It's I was so I read a note from one of our older episodes and uh one of the notes was like Washington Lincoln Obama. Because we asked you to name like ten presidents and those were the first three you named. Sometimes you say things that just blow me away. The fifty something year old Ric Flair is gonna have his last match. He's only ten years old ten years older than AJ Styles. So I can't wait to see it. Uh, I will probably not watch it live. I'm going to watch SummerSlam. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, Gino. See, life gets in the way. I'm going to a bar. You want to go to a bar? I don't know about going to a bar this weekend, man. Sunday night is when I'm going to be more free, but I'm going to be excited more for this fucking Ric Flair's last match. Because SummerSlam, I remember that for some reason, WWE does pay-per-views on Fridays. That will premium live events on Fridays. I had Saturdays and Sunday. So I'm just like, God damn. Well, it's wait. Not well, all Sundays like it used to be. No, I kind of like the Saturdays. I know that. So they came from the WWE. Like that was them who invented that. I feel because boxing was Saturdays, wrestling was Sundays, and it, their pay per views always worked better on Sundays. They they played around with maybe Tuesdays being a pay per view night. Uh, this Tuesday in Texas and the Taboo Tuesday pay per views. They wanted to find out which nights they did the best and just Sundays worked the best. WrestleMania two was on a Monday. Like they were playing with which nights worked best. Sundays always worked best. And you know, they were the ones who told the young bucks, like don't run. You can't run all in on a holiday weekend. Like people don't buy pay-per-views on a holiday weekend and they fucking proved them way wrong. And they proved them wrong with buy rates on Saturday nights. UFC proved them wrong with buy rates on Saturday nights. I, I remember as a kid, it was annoying when the pay-per-views were on, Sundays because you wanted to stay up and watch the whole thing and you had to go to school the next day and for some reason WrestleManias were four fucking hours so you stayed up late as you watched The Rock and his ass kicked by Austin and Vince McMahon with a steel chair for no fucking reason and then you had to go to school the next day and you were tired and you were really pissed off that your hero lost and that Vince and Austin were now best friends they're probably fucking each other um terrible terrible Gino so Saturdays are better so we're gonna watch SummerSlam on Saturday I'm gonna be at a bar uh I'll be at a bar Gino you can come if you want it's gonna be fun uh I'm probably just gonna drive I'm not I haven't had a beer in a couple weeks dude that's good you don't need that addictive shit man you need to move on from it you don't need this poison to your system I've been trying to cut back as well but right now with how fucked up my throat is I've been having this ginger ale and that's the only thing I've been drinking outside of water do you think beer and ginger ale are the same thing no but it's still poison that's like it's still sugar it's still bad for you all the stuff we're putting into our bodies is all bad for what's us the so diet much. looking like because a few months ago you told me you were on a diet and you were having life cereal I was having like life cereal but right now what I've been doing because I've been barely able even to eat I've just been having like one can of soup a day Gino, God damn it, Gino. Gino, good food That's doesn't right good food doesn't sit in a can for months and then you can eat it. Good food doesn't sit in a cereal box for months and then you can eat it. You gotta have some real fucking food that expires quickly. The fuck? Canned soup, Gino? You look at the sodium, that's why you're sick. 
That could be one reason why I'm sick, but that's all I've been able to really eat easily is like a can of soup because I've been not feeling that great. I actually, like I said, I've been feeling sick. Right now, I'm able to fight through this. Do you still have IBS? I bet my IBS would be going crazy if I was eating canned soup every day. See, that's not a problem for me. Thankfully, the one can of soup a day is all I've been having to eat, and that's been good. That's been able to keep me going every day. Damn it, you and Ric Flair are both 50 years old eating cans of soup every day. Good God. Yeah, leaving Nathan in the chat. Why don't you make some soup? Let's... Why do you make soup when you could just get into the can you just have it right there? Because Boom, the can, because those ingredients are sitting in a can for months before you even eat it. Like, do, have you ever like left an apple on the counter? It doesn't last Slip a Swa week. says, "Jenny, drink a gallon of water right now." Do you know water? Flush all that soup out, dude. You're gonna get so sick. I don't think I'll get that sick just from the soup, but I do have like a pretty much a gallon every day because I have a half gallon jug that I pretty much fill up three times a day almost. Dude, I saw this uh, at Costco. Is that Costco, Gino? Gino, have you ever been to Costco? I'm into Costco like once, but Sam's Club's better than Costco. Have you been there recently? Not recently, but like it's been a while since I've been to Sam's Club, but I felt like that was a lot better than Costco. All right, well, I was at a wholesale warehouse if, to just to... I won't tell you the brand then because you're biased. But I was at one of those stores, Costco or Sam's Club, and they had this thing called the Titan, and it was the Braun Strowman of water bottles. It was oh, it was like five gallons. It was huge. It had a handle that had two pieces because some people have to use two hands to carry it because it's so fucking big. I almost bought it, but it was $35. It's supposed to keep your drinks chilled for 16 hours and your hot drinks warm for eight. I should have just bought it, but it's too big. And that would have been worth buying because like right now I have the coldest water bottle. I have like a half gallon. I was like, that's good. Like I should have got the gallon. Should be like that would have been worthwhile having the whole gallon instead of half gallon. Because like constantly have to refill it every now and again sucks. Are you gonna do daily burn after this, or should we just play Mario Party? I'm thinking we do Mario Party. Mario Party might be a lot more entertaining, but I might be going to sleep after this. Actually, you know, let's do Mario Party. Come on, dude. I think it's gonna be fun. What Mario Party are you thinking? Since you got a Nintendo Wii, now you got a 64. What do you got? I have a GameCube still, so Mario Party 7, obviously. All right, Mario Party 7, why not? I'll hop on. I knew it, Gino. You're not sick. Let's work out. Come on. Listen, I can play Mario Party while just laying on my ass and laying down. That's the whole big thing is that I can just lay down and not worry about playing. You can do crunches, you can do crunches while you're laying down. I guess that's an idea. I might do that. That could be at least helpful I while might. I'm trying to just lay it. I'm, I might turn 50. Jesus. Gino, a lot of I mights, a lot of I coulds, a lot of let's just do it. So I do think we covered it all, Gino. I think WWE is better now that Triple H is involved. I do think that Ring of Honor is the worst. Uh, I'm excited for Dynamite tomorrow night. It's like my favorite thing is Wednesdays because Tuesdays are my late days, Gino. I get off work at 630. It's so late. Rush home. Tonight I got to watch some Raw, some Ring of Honor. Then we do our show. But, oh my gosh, dude, Wednesdays is Dynamite. I love Dynamite. It's my favorite. I even had a moment where I was trying to re like plan this week out on Sunday, and I almost said, you know what? It might be easier because you know I got the Ralphs doing the VBS. I almost thought, let me just do Monday. I'll just do Raw. I'll trade with Tyla. He hates Dynamite. It's funny to hear him talk about it. I'll just trade a shift with him. And... Uh, then I decided I can't. I fucking love Dynamite so much. Raw was so good. I can't wait for Dynamite. I can't wait for Im dude Impact. Do you like Impact still? Impact has been doing great, man. That's thing. What I I do hate like Vincent in ROH is a completely different character than him in Impact. Yeah, they're it's both like not good. Family like the Righteous. I don't mind, but it's like Bateman is kind of the negative four because like Bateman's a good wrestler, but him going all in on the character. 
Kinda sucks. Gino, so here's our plan. Do we either work out right now or do we go for another 45 minutes and just talk about impact? Uh, we could go talk about impact if you want to because last week was a really good impact. We're Gino, come on. Let's work out. Listen, we might go to, I might go to sleep or we could talk about impact. I'm just going to go solo then. You're obviously tired. I'll just do uh, I'll just do the, 40, the impact 45. It's my new podcast where I just talk about impact for 45 minutes. I actually just keep repeating the, the names of wrestlers that have left Impact over the past couple of years that should just go back. Austin Aries, Johnny Nitro. Uh, I, I just keep na- uh, Tessa Blanchard, uh, Kimberly. Um, Br- Brandy Wrestling hasn't been on TV in forever. Um, Gino, this is my 45-minute podcast. Come on. So don't, young. Don't interrupt. You're sick. You are sick. So, Gino, I think we did it, though, dude. What do you think? Did we do it? I think we did it, but since we are talking about Impact, we got to just remind everybody, since we're all big fans of Luchasaurus now, since he's finally kind of a babyface, that he has died in two separate promotions by women. So hopefully when AEW does finally get done with his contract, we get a woman killing off his character in AEW as well. Gino, I don't know I don't know what that was, so I appreciate that little bit there. I think it added a lot to our discussion tonight. I think this is – well, there was no way we were going to top the amazing performance of you last week talking about whips and chains and shit and then acting like, I didn't tell you guys all this. I didn't tell you guys all this already. Like, I thought for sure there was no way we could top it, and I was right. Uh, I was also – I mean – so for those who are unaware, Geezy did have a death in the family. So I, he will be back eventually. I don't want to rush him into it because it's also his. It's a. It's an in-law. So that's a, those are tricky waters to try and navigate. Like when do you come back? Like that's, you know, that's that's hard to do. So I, I like, uh, you know, I, I, I my pr- thoughts and prayers are with Geezy and the whole family there. Uh, so the, Geezy will be back. I want to do. I want to just talk football with Geezy. I think that'd be great to get some football talk as we gear up for this season. Maybe Nathan, get that microphone turned on. We'll talk about Australian rules football. We'll just talk about how the Cardinals signed Kyler Murray for way too much fucking money. So much money, Gino. Did you see? And I have seen. I've seen a lot of these big deals. A lot of money being wasted by big popular people or just big people in general, like Vince McMahon spending twelve billion dollars on people for NDAs. Dude, it's it's amazing. So, uh, forty six million dollars. He's getting paid more money than the Oakland Athletics are paying their players. So, we're gonna get Geezy back. We're gonna talk some pigskin. Uh, it's gonna be fantastic. And then when that happens, uh, since we're doing daily burns, maybe we'll move Thursday streams around. We'll figure it out. You know, we're not. We'll f- maybe we could be the post impact forty five. But you're too tired for that. Thank you so much, uh- everyone, for being here. It's been fantastic. Uh, we're going to work out after this. I might actually do it this week, Gino. I, if I end at this time, I can do it. Hell yeah, man. You do it. I'm going to try to sleep if I can. What are you going to do when you wake up, though? Are you going to get up and work out, dude? That'll be fun. I'll probably work out again. Then I'll sign in and log in and bucket apply to places on Indeed. That's probably my plan for tomorrow. Oh, dude. Can you imagine? Get up, work out. Work, work, put stream what you're working out on in the Discord though, so we can work out together. Like I don't like that you don't do that. You you want to work out in private? Put it on the screen at least. You don't even have to do it. Just trick us. Make us think you're working out by putting up Billy Blanks in the chat and just kind of going like this. Yeah. 
I don't know if I'll be able to do that, man. That's the one thing my computer is pretty shitty, so I need like find out how well it can stream on this. Look screen. at these excuses, dude. There are excuses for this. I don't need to fucking show people off what I'm doing. I can just do the shit and I'll be done. <laughs> I don't need to fucking show you guys shit. You guys don't need to know anything what's going on in my life. We're trying to help you. We want you to be better than what you're doing. Do you look at us as like we're we're like mean? We're trying to help. I know you're trying to help, but that's thing. I'm just saying, like, I don't need to, like, show off what I'm doing. I'm just going to do what I'm doing. Gino, there's no way you can show off by showing us Tybo. Showing off would be like Logan Paul. Like, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Gino gangsters? I got a new car. It's actually, it's a car slash boat. Like, that would be showing off. Like, you putting up a little workout on the screen wouldn't be like. TWFS says you fat, useless <laughs> moron. Gino, come on. The, I, my favorite thing is just the excuses. I just, like, whenever I suggest anything, it's like. Yeah, maybe I will, but you know, I, I I can't get a job where I work remote because they require hardwired internet, and I don't have hardwired internet, so I'm just fucked there. So I I love I love it, you know. That's why I'd say he's you fascinate me, you complete me in so many ways, uh, and I hope you have a good sleep tonight, my friend, and I hope you have a, an amazing typo tomorrow. And if you need any help with jobs, let us know. We have a resume. I'll I'll put in the Discord a resume building channel so we can assist with each other's resumes. And the resume is not the issue. My issue is the cover letter. I've never been that good. Oh, easy but. stuff. My name's Sonic Gino, and I want a job that challenges me and makes me a better person and a better employee. I've been a, I've been an employee of the whole fucking enterprises for several years now, and I've been contributing uh, as a content creator and also a chat moderator. Uh, what's important to me is not only being challenged, but also being valued. See, are you writing all this down? I will keep all this in mind, and if I go back to this spot to remember this, thank you. So type much. all this down. Just copy any speech and just write it as your as your cover letter. They're just gonna want, and then they'll leave it. Open it with a quote. Sometimes that also helps too. Like sometimes I'll just th think of a famous athlete, like Michael Jordan, uh, inspirational quote. You know, like I took that personally. Michael Jordan and then you could just like and then they'll ask you why did you choose that quote I saw you chose a Michael Jordan quote do you like basketball and you could say I don't really like basketball but I admire his determination to see Gino I do a great Gino impression yeah, you do a good job trying to at least encapsulate what is my dialect my entire like way of speaking like, here's the thing I realized I don't really have a what's it the accent my voice is just like a certain type, but you can't really find like where it's from. That's what I kind of like about my voice. You too. definitely, yeah, it's it's a Gino accent. Like it really is. Like no one else talks that way. Like it really comes out when you say two. Like two. Yeah, that's the big one when you say two. I, I don't remember when you kept telling me that uh, Bad Bunny. It was reggaeton. I thought, what is? Why is he saying it like that? Like I always grew up just saying reggaeton or reggaeton, and you're over here reggaeton. Like I love it. So I don't know where you're from. You say Sacramento, then you say Georgia. You lived in Missouri for a bit, but I, I again, you know, were you just grown? Are you in the Matrix? I could be. That's thing. This all might just be all fabricated, all just a digitalized version of myself, and never really will know the real me. No one ever will. I believe. I don't even think you know the real you. Okay, so Gino, talent wins games. But teamwork and intelligence wins championships. Michael Jordan. That's your. That's how it starts. And then you just say, my name is Sonic Gino. And I want to be a part of a team that's not focused on winning the day, but winning the year and winning the life. And then you could just, it's so easy to write a cover letter. What do you mean? Open word. Share your screen. Open word. 
Not right now, but I will make a cover. That's the thing. I've never been just never put the time for the cover letter. I did the resume, which I put on Indeed. But yeah, I need to actually just take the time, write a proper cover letter, and make it look nice and neat and pristine to set out there with the nice resume that I have. Once you leave the ground, you fly. Some people fly longer than others. Michael Jordan. And then under that, you put, my name is Sonic Gino. In my entire life, I've wanted to soar higher than anyone's ever soared before. See, Gino, it's so easy to write a cover letter. It's like a poem that you just make it, you take something and you make it apply to you and you sell the value that you bring, but you also let them know, hey, you fucks, you need me more than I need you. This is a job interview, not a, not a, not an interrogation, Gino. And I know that that's what I'm going to keep in mind. I'm going to have all this written down tomorrow night or tonight, depending on how I feel it today, and get it all situated, have an actual proper cover there, situated, finished, done, and apply to places as well tomorrow. Share screen. Let's do it right now. Not right now, man. I'm just getting ready to sleep. Gino, uh, as long as I have fun playing, the stats will take care of themselves. Ken Griffey Jr. Life isn't about accumulating stats. It's about having a good time, and it's about contributing to the greater good. My name is Sonic Gino, and I've been a part of the whole fucking show for several years now, and I'm a valued member of the team. I've been berated, but I've been appreciated every step of my journey, and I want to work at any job that will value me as much as I value my time at the whole fucking show. Sports Gino, Swan so easy. He's lying. He's staying up having platonic sex. Gino, you have a platonic sex when we're done. What scene are you going to do after this? How come you lie to me and say you don't watch porn while you're making porn? I mean, what I do is not a thing that we need to discuss right now, but like my plan is just probably going to sleep. I have no real plans besides that for today. Well, I hope I'm, you aren't being serious because Impact Wrestling is going to be, uh, it's pre-tape, but we got to run down the card, you know, you have the card in front of you, right? I don't have the Impact card. I do have the final match of Ric Flair card up in AEW tomorrow night, if we want to discuss that. See, Gino, you're not going to sleep. Come on, man. You're lying to me again. Why would I stretch? Does a cheetah stretch before it chases its prey? Ken Griffey Jr. Come on, Gino. Let's let's work. Let's get it done. Um, we could, but right now I'm just, like I said, I'm tired, but I just had this up because in case we were going to discuss it tonight. That's the only reason why I had it up. I'll probably just close it out right now if that's what we're doing. I will. Give me give me a match. Let me pick it. You want me to pull up a match for you? Let me pull up a match for you. Yeah. No, you I don't do want you to pull up a match, Gino. <laughs> let's do your resume. I'll start it. I'll do your cover letter, okay? My name is Sonic underscore Gino. And the underscore stands for greatness. Mighty like that. That I think is a good start. Yes, I do feel like that's going to be something people look back on and be like, this is a perfect person. I think we did it, Gino. It's time for daily burn. I think it's time for sleeping on your side. I haven't done one of these daily burns, so I'm going to do this one, okay? I'll, I'll send you a selfie when I'm done. Hell yeah, man. I'm going to be proud of you doing this, be a part of this group doing it. But right now, again, with me feeling like shit, hopefully tomorrow I'll start feeling better so I could be able to join in on Thursday. Don't you think if you worked out feeling like shit, you would actually start to feel better? CJ Subi, thank you for the sub. Gino, why don't you think it, like you should just work out now and sweat out whatever's inside of you? Because I know what you're going to do. You're going to a lot of men do this, Gino. You're going to try and jerk the poison out. That's not how it works. OK, you have to sweat it out. I mean, I don't really think of it like that. Like With me, I just try to sleep through it and drink water lace to get rid, rid of it. I do think maybe working out like I did today, doing the whole eight minute exercise. I thought like that might be helping. So like doing something, at least doing that to get some heart rate going, get my body moving does help, but I don't want to like overexert myself that I might die. 
Chino, you're not going to... A gift sub from CJ Subi. Thank you. Cassidy's now subscribed. Gino, what do you, eight minutes? You think you're going to die? LeBron James plays basketball for 40 minutes on the court. And that's, there's rest periods in between that. So it's like a three hour activity. Like the human body can withstand a lot. You Are you in a wheelchair? Is that, is that the illusion? Have you done it? I'm not in a wheelchair. Thankfully, I actually can walk. I can be consistently on my feet, but not for too long. That's <laughs> for like the too extended period of time. It does like get to be in too much pain where I do have to like sit or lay down. Why do you think the pain comes? What happens? It's just because like my body is a little bit too much for my, well, too much weight for my body to handle. So I do need like work on being at least more active so I can start losing this weight. Let's and get again, a, eating less is helping and drinking more water is helping. You so need to get a stand-up cool. desk. That's what we need to get you. So that way when we're both doing this, we'll just be standing up. Like I'm, at, I have a stand-up desk at work. Do you know it's fantastic? Like. Hi. CJ Subi with another gift sub. This is fantastic. The, these workouts do not exist. These weird push-up sit-ups. Is that what you do, Gino, is push-ups and sit-ups? That's part of what I do as well as the typo. So like that as well as like push-ups and sit-ups. Gino, check it out. Got one of these wheels it's for your abs. I don't have abs, though, but I'm going to get there from this wheel. Very nice. I forgot all about that. Those things used to exist. I used to use like something that was similar to that for like push-ups. What's the guy who does typo? What's his name? I forgot what his name his is. His name is Billy Blanks. We know you're lying. We know you didn't turn on the video this morning. This is unbelievable, Gino. These are lies. You're lying to me. Howdy, CJ Subi. Thank you so much for all the gift subs. We know you're lying. Everybody knows Billy Blanks did it. Everyone knows he throws the knees up. He throws the punches. Now, ready, double time, go. Everybody knows. You want me to share my screen? Not right now, man. We don't need to share any screens. We don't need to show people and dox each other. We're good. All right, Gino. I just want to let you know that we just busted you. So tomorrow, we're going to all send you different Tybos to do that are free on the internet. And we're all going to do those together. But right now, it's time to ride off into that glorious, glorious sunset. You and I, are you going to watch Dynamite tomorrow, Gino? I am looking forward to Dynamite, seeing Roosh lose to Moxley. It's going to be oh, a great dude. main event. Fucking dynamite's gonna be so kids fucking just sick. as bright and just as talented as white kids. Gino, do it. That's where we do the Orton pose when Orton's on the screen. Didn't you read the thing I sent you? All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, on, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's here live on Trova.live slash Felitis. CJ Subi, thanks for gift subs. Uh, Malachi Black, thanks for gift subs. We're, this is fun, Gino. I love this stuff. I This was probably my third favorite one we've ever done. My first one is clearly last week's. Our scene's coming to an end, though, Gino. It's fantastic. Uh, Tyler's going to be outside playing basketball during Dynamite, which is a fantastic idea. Ralphie has a hoop. It's not very tall, Gino like this it's very small it's like maybe four feet high and that's not regulation but i don't want him to overexert himself but you know i think we solved it all has every mystery been solved tonight i feel like every mystery of pro wrestling has been solved tonight we just could look forward to next week to solve the next set of mysteries. oh my gosh i'm fucking so excited thank you guys so much and uh yeah let's stick around we're gonna hang out do some daily burn and I'm going to do it this time, Gino. I'm going to do Undisputed. I'm going to wear shoes, okay? I know Kevin is like, you shouldn't wear shoes because the muscles in your feet. Like, I get all that. But I got a wart, Gino. I don't like to be barefoot anymore. TWFS says easy oh, one tonight. Oh, thank God. And he says that. I bet Daniela is going to be kicking our asses. I bet she's hot and tan. This chick better be tan, by the way. I don't like that. Every time I watch these workouts, it's some pale bitch telling me to do faster. I'm not doing that. 
Hell yeah, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do all that type of shit that she keeps on forcing you. You don't need people to force for you. You feed yourself. No, if they can force me, they better be tan. You're misunderstanding, you know. I have a, th- I have a thing, okay? Better be tan. Well, if I'm doing a scene, better be with somebody who's tan. It could be with people who tan. Hopefully, it is someone who's tan, man. Alexa Bliss isn't tan. That's true. She's not tan. Nikki Bella's more tan than her. Yeah, Nikki Bella can get it. And now I'm fine. Let's go, Gino! What's that other dance, Gino? Good night, everyone. Good job, Gino. Good dancing.